It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage at the Calgary International Film Festival. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Hey there, Murray. Yo. And joining us today is Executive Director of SIF, Mr. Steve Schrader. Hey there, Steve. Hi, everybody. It's really uh, fun to be on Film Rage today. How you doing? Right on. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Okay, so we're going to just start off quickly, uh, which we've been talking about, Sif, for a while now. But uh, we're going to just have a quick heads up because coming October, we are going to be heading into a great um, festival that we are also attending called All the Rage. Check it out at All the Rage. All the rage, all the oh, horror. horror. Why did I say all the rage? I got rage on the mind. And uh, Steve got me all excited about talking about rage. It's all the horror. Thanks, thanks, Bryce. All the horror 18 at uh, Instagram and Twitter. And also, you can check out scaresthatcare.org. So that's enough about them. Let's just go right into sifcalgary.ca is where you can find everything sif. Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit about SIF and why it's important that everybody listens this year? Well, hey, everybody. And uh, I, I think that's a great question to start with. I think that, uh, you know, I don't have to tell anybody listening what an upside down year it's been um, and how it has disrupted um, all kinds of ways that we live our lives, including those of us who are, you know, um, voracious film watchers. And uh, as a matter of fact, you know, back at the beginning of the pandemic, what was one of the first, you know, real wake up calls for everybody that this was going to be um, a, a difficult and, and uh, crazy year, South by Southwest was canceled. And uh, I know for, for, for people like me, and I'm sure people like you guys, that was, um, that was, that was extremely notable as an event. And that was when I think, um, you know, we, we had already been looking ahead and seeing that maybe... Uh, COVID was going to be uh, a bigger, <laughs> bigger thing on our radar than 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 others were seeing. But you know, from that point onwards, we just began thinking about okay, cancellation is not going to be in our vocabulary this year. We have to, and and we don't know what the next few months are going to look like. Let's let's assume, let's plan for the worst and hope for the best, and see if there's a way to put on a festival. Um, you know, in as many ways as we can, and and and. This year, we've been able to do that very fortunately, and thanks to a lot of amazing um, people and partners and, and fans and audience. So I think that's why it's important. I, th I think that, uh, you know, it's not only does, you know, SIF as a festival offer a lot of movies that, you, that most people probably wouldn't come across um, elsewise, but also uh, it's, 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 it's kind of a, uh, the people I'm talking to are, and, and the audiences I'm seeing are really um, quite, uh, it's quite a healthy and like helpful and yeah. just like uplifting thing to be able to do to celebrate movies with thousands of other people, whether you're doing it online or if you're, you know, willing to come to the cinema. Yeah, it's true. The um, It's interesting as you go along social media and see how people are sort of talking about it online. It's uh, it's almost created a little bit of a different vibe, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, there's no question. It is so different. There's there's no like when I when I when I'm down on site of the venue and I was at Eau Claire all this past weekend and then at the Globe last night, um, you know, and just uh, just just watching the audience. There's there's no question. It, it feels completely different. Um, and 
And, you know, one of the funny silver linings is that a number of people have come up to me and they're like, I kind of like this vibe better. <laughs> so, I don't know what, I don't know what your guys' experience has been so far. I'd, I'd like to hear, I'd like to hear how you've experienced it. Yeah, well, we've been trying to immerse ourselves as much as possible. We kind of made a focus to any of the films that were just going to be in theaters. We wanted to go to the theaters for yeah. those. And then outside of that, we focused on obviously just as much. We all have different we're, we're, tastes. We're trying to cram in as much as possible. Yeah. So we're going to the in yeah. theater stuff that's exclusively in theaters. But if it's online, we're cramming it in. So yeah. We're, we're doing five, six movies a day, baby. Yeah. We're cramming it as well, much as well, possible. Let me ask you. I've seen you guys down there a bunch, and and let me let me ask you another question. Not to sort of turn the tables on you. Oh, right ahead. Like, but, we but like to talk to you because one of the things that you know we were talking about internally back in the spring when we were you know discussing what an in cinema um, portion of the festival could look like. And bear in mind, at that time, we didn't know if it would even be allowed. But um, you know, one concern, and I, and I heard this concern from other senior programmers um, and. and senior festival staff at other festivals across Canada, which is that they were concerned that it might feel like kind of lonely inside a theater that, you know, seats 360 people, but only has like 70 people or 60 <laughs> people watching a movie. And it was like, oh, is it going to be like going to, is it going to be funerary? You know what I mean? Is it going to be, is it going to feel depressing? But that hasn't been my feeling at all. No, you know what? Cinemas and the audiences. So like, yeah, how's it been for, have you guys found it to no, be like and a it's, pleasant experience? It's, it's definitely a little bit of a different vibe. There's no question. But once the lights go down and you, you, you're still in that audience, yeah. Um, just because you're not shoulder to shoulder with something doesn't mean that you're not um, experiences. It, it's still a communal sort of experience for everybody there. Yeah. Um, so Good. It, yeah, hasn't, right. it hasn't taken that away. Yeah. And the thing um, for us, I've been quite pleased with it. Yeah. And for us, which is, you know, we when the, th the first weekend the theaters were open, we were at the Plaza and the Globe those weekends. And we're the only ones. And we're the right. only, like, so, so we've been there at the beginning making sure that we try and get the voice out that in theater is safe and that you guys should go there. So, you yep. know, for us, this was great. It was like, holy cow, we see 75 people in the movie theater. That's the most we've seen since, since things know, right? have come back, right? So for us, it, we have a little bit maybe of a warped opinion, but you're right. We've been talking to people in the theaters, and they're, they're excited to be able to – and most of them feel safe. I think they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean there there are things to continue smoothing out as we like do a new approach. But I'm 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 glad to hear I'm glad to hear that's your experience because uh, that's that's been how I perceived it. But you have to watch out for your own biases, right? I of course want to think that we're, I, I want to think it's going well. You, you know, might I'm, catch I'm, yourself I'm looking looking through rose colored glasses. Eh? Yeah, like, yeah this exactly, is great. right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but no, we're a couple we... pe a couple pessimists like you. We have to you know that like to hear you. No, you don't. <laughs> well, I can tell you as a, a long time volunteer. Um, I actually do miss the crowds quite a bit because I've been doing this for like 12, 13 years. And it, it, it yeah, the, the seeing the films is still the same, but like yeah. the, the, the buzz that I'm used to, it's just, I really was missing that this year. Like I talked to a few of the volunteers when I was down there and, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's still the festival and I still love coming to it. It's just, yeah, I do definitely miss the, cause I mean, there was lineups for miles and especially at Eau Claire, like. Six theaters, they were oh, all lined not up, waiting in and, line. and they, there was like live know, music and stuff. And it's just, I know you had to do a little different this year. So there's, there's there's nothing like there's nothing like a pack. Like when you walk onto a festival site and there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people everywhere. There's nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. that is a great feeling. And watching yeah. a movie with like 
450 other people, (laughs) you know, uh, is, is there's, that's just not going to be happening anywhere in the world for for a while. It it seems, but, uh, but yeah, no, I totally take that too. I like, I kind of think there's, I guess maybe I am the optimist because I, I like to, um, like I see, you know, potential ways of doing things that are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully in, you know, in, in radically different scenarios. So yeah. I think yeah. there's a way to make an amazing oh, no, experience that it, has a smaller house. Sometimes, you know, I, I, I long works, for big houses but, too. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's working uh, this year pretty good. So, but yeah, hopefully for next That's year awesome. we'll, we'll be actually, uh, you know, <laughs> be a full, full, uh, festival mode again uh, i just had a question it's like well you know earlier in the year like you said you made a decision that you were going to go head with the festival online and in theater uh, a lot of other festivals namely cuff decide to do online only other than a couple drive-ins but how did you decide that you were going to go ahead with the festival and what were some of the challenges that your staff had to face to, to pull it off well, there's a lot to talk about on the second half of that question around the challenges. <laughs> Loaded. Sure. But, but um, how we made the decision, well, you know, um, the, the it, it is truly amazing, and I take my hat off to festivals like Cuff that um, were scheduled to occur and traditionally occur in the spring um, because they were like the first on the beach, if you know what I mean, in yep. terms of figuring out how to do this. They didn't. They and others in the spring didn't really have a choice to consider a hybrid model within cinema because it just wasn't going to be. It right. just wasn't going to be allowed, and the cinemas weren't open. So, you know, we we spoke to and heard from dozens and dozens of festivals um, that uh, that had occurred that had started occurring sort of mid to late fall, and hearing their experiences, um, we were encouraged. I. I the cards on the table here I had never ever prior to COVID been interested in stiff doing stuff online um, <laughs> you know people naturally of course have suggested that many times over the years and it's like look the one thing festival you know personally I'm in this business because I love I love you know live events I love I love things that bring human Absolutely. beings together in real time and space to celebrate yeah. what they love and um, I just thought like you know that's First of all, that's the most exciting thing, at least to me, and I think most of our the fifth team. And the second thing being like, why would we enter a space to compete with Netflix? Like, we're not yeah. set up to no. compete with Netflix and Amazon and all the other platforms. That's not our. That's the one th- we can give the one thing the internet can provide. We cannot provide, right? Yeah. So, um, didn't want to do that, but. Um, when we began to see that, A, it looked like there was probably no other way to do it than to incorporate online, and also, uh, and then began to hear from and talk to other festivals who were actually having, in some cases, surprisingly good results with yeah. with 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 the, with the um, range and geographic range of, of audience they could um, they could they could they could reach. Um, and the, the you know the, the industry the, the rights holders the filmmakers and the, and the distributors and sales agents and such who who provide films to film festivals and who we work with to get films you know they they shifted over the over those months towards being more open to to the fall uh, to, to, to film festivals showing their work online yeah. it was never really an, an option before yeah um, and so but but again those earlier festivals like Cuff and and countless others in the spring. They were um, they okay. were operating in a more uncertain environment. They, they I were know they so early not on. Yeah, yeah. South yeah, by Southwest so in particular, right? They 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 did put stuff online, but they were the first that started the festival circuit, right? Yeah, and so we we've, we we learned you know a, a lot from their experiences, and we listened very carefully, and 
Um, I think that, 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 I'm coming back to your question, which is how do we decide to do this? So the, the online part, um, you know, we began to think about that pretty much from the get go. Um, the in cinema part, it took us a few months to really think about that. But one of the key things I wanted to design from the very beginning was, um, a, um, a resilient system where you can have, um, like, when you're threatened with uncertainty, you want to have multiple options for how you can do what you do. You want to you want to be able to operate in different spaces, right, and open up new possibilities. And to me, the idea of only going online took it took an option off the table. Yeah. Um, and 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 we and we discussed very early that if we would be allowed, if cinemas cinemas were going to open back up again, and if we were going to be allowed to actually have some kind of in cinema screening, then we should try to do it. Yeah. We should try to do it in a way that it that exceeds like the public health standards set by the government, so that we're being extra diligent, you know, citizens and helping to limit the spread of the virus. But um, but 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 to try to do it nonetheless, because um, um, you know, uh, we knew sooner or later, you know, people would we, we'd want to start opening things back up a little bit, and, and we we didn't see a reason that film shouldn't be part of that, but also that. Um, you know, and, 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 and general confidence as we learned more about the virus that it, that it would indeed be safe if we took, you know, the right measures. And, um, and, and finally, also just from the audience perspective, you know, we, we knew pretty early from conversations with, with, uh, with the filmmakers and distributors that they would, um, some, there would just simply be some content that they would only allow us to show in cinema, period. And it wouldn't be allowed yeah. online. And, and so we thought, okay, well, if we, if we, if, if, the, if we are allowed to go back into cinemas, then, then you know, we, we owe it to the audience and those who are um, able and willing to come out to the cinema to, to have that content available if we can't, have those movies available if we can't, um, you know, provided that it's safe. And, 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 you know, we did, we worked very hard to make sure, and we have worked very hard to make sure it's a safe environment. Yeah, it feels safe. Awesome. It feel, all of us, I can say, we can attest, we all feel safe. Absolutely, and some of us have compromised immune yeah. systems. So, so that's important for me and Murray, both of us who have it, right? So, All that's right. great to hear. So, uh, Steve, considering the unique situation this year, are the in theater and online viewings where you thought they'd be for the festival? Like in number, you mean? Yeah, D- uh, yeah, we're we're ahead, um, and as like as we mentioned about the. The release that we, I, if we were talking, I think we were talking about this before. That was, we off, went, that was we went offline, my air. friend. <laughs> yeah, so well, let me then share it. Let me share it. You know, for those of you listening at home, you know, obviously we, we, we banter and talk before the thing, before the podcast recording starts. So uh, we had, um, we sent out a press, we we're talking earlier about a press release that we sent out today just to update uh, folks that uh, so far at the midway point of the festival, um, we're ahead of our attendance projections for this year so far so right now uh we're estimating that we've we've got an audience booked in either for streaming or in cinema of about twenty two thousand, and um th- th- that is an estimate because right now until we until we do some more research with the audience we, we won't know um how many people are watching each stream right obviously if you're streaming a movie at home there might you might be alone or that you might be with you know three other people so um, uh, we'll be right now kind of we're estimating that maybe it's something between one and a half and two people watching the stream based on what other festivals have told us their experience was. So, yeah. you know, taking the number of streams that have been, uh, that have, we've got about 15,000 
um, in cinema tickets and streams that have wow. been that have um, that have been bought so far. So yeah, just add a little multiplier on that for multiple people yeah, at home yeah. watching, and that's, that's, that's how we're estimating twenty two thousand. And we, we're only yeah. halfway we're only halfway through, so yeah. we'll see where we get to. Yeah. Well, we have something I'm we want to say about that. To, we have something oh, we want to say about. Here we go. Congrats. Aw, uh, thanks. <laughs> it, thank you so much. It's uh, it's really I'm really delighted that like and honestly I didn't I didn't even dare hope as recently as a couple months ago that um, that things would be going you know touch wood as well as they've been going here at the midpoint of the festival and just to see people to see the audience embracing um, uh, you know the hybrid model we're using this year is is, is great and you know we, I'm, I'm sure you guys have also mentioned that the movies are available. Um, the online we're geo restricted not only to Calgary but to the whole yeah. Prairie Province region, right? So Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba are all online this year, and we're actually getting some uptake from from people outside of yeah. outside of Alberta, which that, is really cool. That was actually one of the questions we had too, just in regards specifically to that, like because there's nothing to the size I would imagine that SIF provides to Calgary that they would get in Saskatchewan or Manitoba. Like I, I would imagine the festivals there. I'm sure they have a you know, uh, there are some good, there are some great festivals um, across the prairies. Um, I, I, I'm really impressed, for example, like with the Gimli Film Festival yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. in Manitoba. Yep. Um, and maybe that's on your guys' radar. Uh, 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 the, uh, the festival director there is a smart cookie. And in fact, we learned a lot from his experience uh, doing Gimli online earlier in the year. But um, there are good festivals. There, are, there aren't any um, festivals that are of this size and scope. Um, in in Manitoba or Saskatchewan, and and also not certainly not in the fall, like not in this fall window, and that's the most important thing, right? Yeah. I mean, um, it's a, and 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 we worked um, really proactively in putting together. A, um, I don't want to say a coalition; that sounds too 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 fancy. But like we, we've had, we basically put in put a, a series of regular Zoom calls together with the senior teams at the other major Canadian fall film festivals to coordinate our activities and make sure we weren't stepping on each other's toes yeah, that's and, great. and that kind of a thing. And, and we were particularly vigilant, I think, to make sure that, that we weren't, um, you know, going to hurt any other smaller festivals. We, we are wide through, you know, streaming wide through Alberta. And of course there, in Edmonton, there's a, the Edmonton international film festivals up there. And that's yep. a, that I know that's a popular event. Um, the crossover in programming is not too, too big. So, you know, it's for the, like, I think, um, and, and they've taken, they've taken a different interesting approach this year too. So, um, you know, but I don't, I think that it's, uh, we've all the festivals have been really careful not to, that's, not to, um, cross, you know, cross the stream. Yeah. We know what that's like. It's like going to the urinal. Don't want to cross the streams, buddy. So it was a Ghostbusters reference. That's oh, sorry. Jim's going to take it somewhere <laughs> I else. I was thinking Ghostbusters. <laughs> Jim went a different direction. There's a, there's a movie called <laughs> Ghostbusters. What's yeah. that? So actually that's, that's a really good segue because we've been talking a lot about Sif, but I think some of our listeners maybe want a little, a little bit, know know a little bit more about Steve. So, uh, what's your favorite genre? Like what, what if you're going to Steve's going to go see a film, What's your favorite genre, and have you have you been able to watch that specific genre at SIF this year? And if so, talk about maybe that film that, that you really liked. Sure. Oh, totally. That's a great. I love that question. Um, well, first of all, I'm I'm an omnivore, uh, but of course I have my preferences like everybody. I love anything in the sort of in the under the speculative umbrella, right? Okay. So, 
Um, and and that's that's my taste too in like in, in other forms of art. Like, but um, and and also if there's just a little bit of a, I don't want to say like, I like it. I, I like. I'm I'm fine for people to go a little over the top or a little weird, um, or just like a little bit bonkers. But, yeah, preach um, into the choir, so, Mister. Yeah. Exactly. I, I love, um, so, you know, but at the same time, as it, like, so it takes, for example, within that horror, right, which is too broad of a genre just to yeah. put under one word horror, but like, um, I, uh, there's almost nothing more satisfying, satisfying to me than to discovering a great new horror film. Yes. Uh, but, so in a sense, I'd say that's my favorite genre. I would also say that the, um, you know the, the the true success rate within that genre is you know the ratio is very lopsided. So <laughs> like it's it's a as a I'm I almost never say that horror is one of my favorite genres because then you know most of the horror movies that I see are actually I don't find them that good. Um, yeah. And when it when it when 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 you hit that makes it just like the the fix you get when you discover one that is truly original or truly scary. You know. Is, yes. Um, and, and obviously that's personal too, but but um, but makes it all the more special, right? So did you see something yet already that you just it kind of you kind of went? Well, I'm sure glad we got that film. Well, to talk stiff, like uh, in that regard, um, Possessor. I really, really think Possessor is um, an outstandingly good film by Brandon Cronenberg. Um, it's it's um, it's it's genuinely uh, it, it's it's the craftsmanship of the film is very high. It's extremely well shot. The locations are gorgeous. Um, the performances are, uh, are very polished. Even, you know, even, you know, Sean Bean, who's, who's in the movie yeah. for, you know, a few brief scenes is just brings, he brings just such, uh, such a great, you know, center of gravity to that movie. Oh, totally. Um, all the performances are, all the performances are great. It's, it's genuinely um, a surprising film even though the subject matter that it covers has been, you know, I've, I've, you, you've seen most of oh, that in yeah. other movies yeah. in terms of general topics and general ideas, but but somehow the way that um, that, that Brandon's put it together uh, in this feels really fresh to me, and and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody who has the slightest sensitivity to blood. Don't <laughs> yes, see it if no. you do not want to see blood. So, so Steve, would you say it was Mondo? It was, oh, <laughs> you shouldn't have had to prompt me, because Possessor is Mondo. All Possessor right. Mondo. Damn Sunday, right it's Mondo. Damn right it's Mondo. Yeah, we uh, we saw that one too. We loved it. We loved every ounce of blood of it. It was so good. Was there anything for the, else? Yeah, for the, for the, yeah, well, for the literary nerds, um, and actually I wouldn't only pigeonhole the movie to them, but, uh, uh, and I, by the way, it's not us and them because I'm a literary nerd, uh, but um uh, my Salinger years is a really great picture. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we'll be seeing it Sigourney later in the week. Weaver, Sigourney Weaver. You're going to see it later this week. Yeah, yeah I, I really. Uh, it's 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 a it's a delightful movie, and um, and and speak also also has some of the some of my favorite performances at the festival so far this year. I really love Sigourney Weaver as uh, JD Salinger's agent. <laughs> nice. That's sweet. So we noticed there's a few different um, sponsors this year too. Now. I uh, I know in the past I've I've partaken with a brewski with Steve in the past. So seeing that you've guys got uh, Banded Peak and Blind Man Brewing that yeah. are that are sponsors. Yeah, hats off, to, hats off to them. And um, I've been a fan of both Banded Peak and Blind Man's beer like well before they were um, 
affiliated with Sip for sponsorship. So just hats off to those guys. Bandit Peaks had a really big year, by the way. I think yes. They, got, uh, they, they, they had a, they got, they, they were purchased, but they've able to, they're able to maintain a hundred percent of the way they make beer and who's making their beer. And it's just given them a wider distribution, but the, but the beer's the same. Uh, anyways, yeah, really happy to have them. One of the things that that represents to me, and I hope we can go further down this path in future years is, I mean, uh, I think I, I, I love it when events um, and venues have multi, like where they celebrate diversity of, uh, of, of, of offering. And so like, instead of having one beer sponsor for the whole, you know, for the whole festival, I love that people like in that craft beer spirit, you know, people like, uh, like the folks at blind man and, and um, banded peak are, are, are happy to collaborate and work together. And uh, I hope one day that we can have, you know, like a craft beer, market or like a like a craft beer consortium like associated with the festival we can we can do all kinds of fun things that way yeah for sure yeah and, and you know what i i gotta say it kind of pairs really well right you have some really good local breweries totally. with an amazing local film fest so i mean we know yeah. you're we know your time is super valuable and you've given us a lot of it so we really want to thank you for that um so thank you for having me yeah no so we do have one final question we just want to make sure that um as well as we'll do some plugs in a little bit but so if there's one thing that you want you know because we're now midway through the festival and if you want to leave everybody with sort of one thing to take away that you want to leave with them what do you think that would be okay um hmm it's a bit of a loaded question one thing i'd want to leave with so let me ask you a question about the question though you want <laughs> Like, is it something you like that I, I want to leave them with in terms of this year's festival or life advice? You know. Oh wow, like, this is we're getting all philosophical. That we don't want to stretch this yeah. on for another two hours. <laughs> I mean, we probably could because we do like to to gab. But I'm I'm I want uh, maybe a little bit more selfishly for the listeners that say, okay, Sif is got half of this left. So how can they get the most of Sif? And then you can maybe put a spin on it to maybe change their life for the future too. Okay, and I also say too, I'm not qualified to give out life advice. So good, I'm glad that we're steering it towards the festival. You um, always give advice so, to me, buddy. I'm always happy with what I, you tell me. So I could give film recommendations some more, but I actually think that it's so personal. I, I, yeah. I would just encourage people to go to Sif um, Calgary, SifCalgary.ca, and and explore a little bit. It's it's pretty easy to to find. I, I hope our people find um, the website easy to you know narrow down what they might see. Um, and it's so personal. That's why giving recommendations is hard. But what I would like to leave people with is that, um, you know, there are a limited number of streams. We've seen one of the things we've learned is that people expect that, you know, a festival like this will, you know, that you can't sell out a movie online. Yeah. Because why would you, right? You're used to watching Netflix and there's no yeah. things to sell out. <laughs> you can't sell out a Netflix show. But it's different for film festivals. The the, the the filmmakers and the other rights holders, like if there's a distributor involved, they cap the number of screenings that each film can have. And that's not unique to us. Even TIFF has, you know, is operating under similar circumstances, right? Yep. So, um, so the way that that works, so basically what I'm saying is if there's something you want to see, especially if you've heard it might be one of the more popular movies, don't wait. Uh, yeah. Reserve your stream, um, you know, get your, book your stream, 
Uh, now, you don't have to watch it right away. You have until the end of the festival to watch it. And as a matter of fact, if you've unlocked it and started watching it by 11.59 p.m. on Sunday night, yeah. uh, October 4th on Festival Ends, it gives you another 48 hours oh, to okay. cool. watching That's it good and to rewatching know. it. So, yeah, so there's a little pro tip there. Yeah, if you get to the final day of the festival in October, um, then, and, and you know, and it's like you still want to squeeze a few in, you actually technically can watch them through the Monday and Tuesday as well oh, if you've great. already bought and unlocked them. Overtime so at like, Sif. Yeah. That exactly. It's like it's Dr. Ryman overtime, Z. Yeah, nice. baby. Uh, so does that go for now? Obviously, that's for the streaming, but in theater. So the in theater projects. Is it uh, something that is that all? Are they selling out? Is a room still at theater? Um, a lot of them are getting full. Uh, there, there are still um, a number of like, oh, I can't, I don't have the exact number. I would say still more than half the screenings remaining. Okay, good. Uh, for 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 the for the second half of the festival have room in them. Um, but you know, that said, it does not take much to get to a sellout in cinema in COVID times, right? Like yep. with the with the mandatory physical distancing around your seats, um, and then um, you know that that can take a three hundred and sixty seat theater down to like you know the most you're going to get in there is maybe between you know fifty and seventy people. So yeah. um, doesn't take you know. You can see where I'm going with this. Yep. So, so again, my I would say don't wait there. Don't but, wait. But, get yeah, your tickets. You can, get them now. Yeah, yeah. But there's still lots to choose from for sure. That's right good. on. Well, Steve, thanks uh, for spending the time with us here at Film Rage. We have are big fans of SIF, and we look forward to the rest of the festival with you, and look forward to seeing you in person. So, everybody that's listening, please check out SIFCalgary.ca. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the extended Film Rage crew of Leonard Conlon for his artistic vision and Leonard Conlon Photography. Then listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Bramble, Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Check out our website at filmrageyyc.com. We are always wanting your feedback to make this a raging blast for our listeners. So please comment often. And please, if you do anything, make us rage. That's it for this day. We'll t- talk to you tomorrow. Rage on. Rage on.